Thank you so much for joining the Jam Now experience. Appreciate you guys being here. And uh, our first guest of the podcast just so happens to be a beautiful fairy, goddess, girlfriend. <laughs> Her name is the Badass Bohemian, who also has an amazing podcast. And I really appreciate you being so generous with your time, hanging out, talking in this epic awkward conversation here today at your house <laughs> so yeah what do you have to say Mads yeah my real name is Madeline um, gotta get up on that mic okay yeah there you go, <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm Madeline I'm so grateful to be here so thank you Jam for having me and thank you for being just the bright light that you are in the world and for expressing your truth in, in many ways. And yeah, for being an artist and a creative. And yeah, let me just say, um, I was not the first. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, not the first what? I was not the first pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a burn. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to have my girlfriend be my first guest. I didn't but want to be the first guest. Yes, you did. Let's be clear. <laughs> But um, you decided to come on the shit show and be a part of this, and thank you for being my first guest, and it's working out exactly how it's supposed to, and it's divine timing and um, destiny yeah. for you to be the there's, first guest. There's no other timing other than divine timing, so it's all meant to be as it is. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful, yeah, to just co-create and just talk about life. So why don't we talk about what you do for a living? Because it's really interesting and that I think it's really inspiring to a lot of um, independent women and creators out there for what you do. Um, so why don't you share that a little bit? Okay, thank you. So I am a spiritual entrepreneur, we could say. So I am a yoga instructor. I'm a retreat host. I on my day-to-day, -day, my day-to-day -day looks like a lot of kind of like admin stuff and creating with um, other amazing women. I work very closely with Sam Altieri, who is like just a badass coach. And, <laughs> and so I work really closely with her and I'm her assistant co-facilitator. And then I also work as a branding and marketing manager slash community creator, or community manager. Yeah, community manager, <laughs> so many things um, for a cannabis company. So, um, but what I am really, like what my mission is and what really lights me up is like when I'm in community. So when I'm hosting retreats and so really I envision like myself traveling and you know whatever the future right. holds <laughs> so um you guys have a really cool retreat coming up in joshua tree in yes. may yes so what's that going to be like what can people expect and how do you guys envision the retreat unfolding okay so the retreat in may is yep in joshua tree and it's going to be it's like a it's called unleash your inner wild and 
it's about like connecting back and rewilding the feminine. So connecting to our fierce feminine nature and we are going to be doing fierce feminine nature. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be doing cacao ceremonies. I host c- cacao circles, yoga, breath work. Um, so for people out there that don't know what cacao is, it's not like some psychedelic thing or anything. It's chocolate. It's actually it's, an aphrodisiac. <laughs> yes, it is. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's a very like sacred chocolate. Um, so it's like a hot chocolate, but a lot more special. Um, because hot chocolate's great. Hot chocolate is great. Chocolate is great for our hearts, and it really is a very heart-opening. So I host cacao circles, yoga, breath work. Um, we're going to be doing, like, some art expression. Um, we're staying in a beautiful home in Joshua Tree, and we're going to be doing, like, hiking, being in nature, and just, uh, you know, really what comes through, though, is the connections within the space. So, like coming everyone who comes just has their own unique story and it's so beautiful to witness the transformation over four days of these women um and just the connections that are created in this space and that's super cool so what are some of the things that you guys do like on the retreats in order to like unleash your inner wild Mm. well quite literally we last retreat like literally ran and danced in the woods and like whoa <laughs> that's cool ended up you know unleashing our clothes on the <laughs> <journey>. <laughs> unleashing our clothes wow that sounds like some uh paganistic experience or something no it's just freeing when like you can become so comfortable and you're just like in the middle of nature and and you're topless and it's fine it's great <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's what unleashing your inner wild is like. So, mm-hmm. where can people or other like women that are interested in going on a retreat like this and diving deeper into their own inspiration and creativity and their manifestational energy, like how can they find out about this and join the retreat? Yeah, so you can always DM me at the Badass Bohemian on Instagram. That's going to be the main source. But beyond that, there's also I want to mention, like, this particular one is woman. It's a woman's retreat, right? But my calling and what I think, what I know is coming is a co-ed retreat. Right. Um, is going to be a space where there's, there is both genders there, you know? And I think that's really important. And however you choose to identify, wherever you are, like, you're a beautiful human. I just want to say that. It doesn't matter, you know, um, what even is gender. But, um, but truly, um, but yeah, co-ed retreats are on the horizon because we need a space for the masculine and feminine because mm-hmm. we need to grow and, you know, we are a collective. And so there's space for both. And I've felt that burning passion since the last retreat and coming out of it, I really wanted to, I will be facilitating a co-ed coming really soon so awesome yeah we've definitely talked about putting together some cool stuff and um so for those of you out there that don't know i'm a musician and a singer songwriter and i just wanted to create this podcast to be able to you know kind of express and show like a little bit more of like a personal side to my life and the people that are in it and the people that i love and care about and so um yeah so we've talked about maybe putting together a co-ed retreat and And maybe incorporating like music and jujitsu and I don't know 
cacao and awesomeness in the woods and having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like for a lot of entrepreneurs and creatives, we are, a lot of us are multifaceted. Like, you know, like you are a musician and you love jujitsu and like there's so many different things where like we're being pulled towards different spaces, right? And I think it's important to highlight that like I'm in the marketing industry and world and on Instagram and social media, we see a lot of like, um, like you must niche down, you must be focused on one thing and that's beautiful and also like it's okay to have so many different passions, right? And like, there's space for all of you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what are some of your passions? Obviously hosting retreats and stuff, but what are, like, what lights you up? Mm. Well, what lights me up is many things, but really like, I love, I mean, I love connecting with people first and foremost, like I just love hearing people's stories and we all have a story to be shared. Um, but I love doing yoga. I love- You do it every Sunday, right? Yes. Where do you do it every Sunday? <laughs> in Scottsdale in Arizona. Um, and you host a, a, not a retreat, but it's a community gathering, get together every Sunday yeah. at, what's the park? Chaparral. Chaparral. In Scottsdale. So people can come every Sunday at 7 p.m. Yes. Mm -hmm. for a sunset yoga sesh mm -hmm. with Madeline and Emilo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, Emily Brimlow, shout out M. Brewer. Oh shoot. What, what Emily Brimlow oh, is an artist. <laughs> so <laughs> wait. My bad. Emily Brimlow is an amazing artist as well. And she's coming to the treat. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, I got, sorry M. I got your guys' names mixed up, my bad. Um, but Emily Brewer is an exceptionally talented young lady that um, is also a songwriter and musician, and she, well, she, you guys host like a, yeah. a yoga session every Sunday. Yeah. So. Yoga and music. Yoga and music. And yeah, so that happens every Sunday. Just bringing people like in-person community is so important. Like I help to host an online community space with Sam, and there's a lot of online connections going on, and that world is so freaking beautiful. We're living in an age that. It gives us the opportunity to connect with, to connect with people from all over. And also in person is so important because that is truly where the magic happens. It's where we can physically feel that presence of warmth and love and the ability to be seen or heard and understood our basic human rights. So to show up for in-person events, like we live through a pandemic y'all so that's amazing that we are here and it is so important for us to come together as a community and not lose that art yeah well and also like understanding that you know we're so much stronger when we when we are in community yeah. you know and we um, learn so much through relationships like mm -hmm. all kinds for sure absolutely so um could you have fun this weekend going on a little bit of a tour with me I love going on tour. <laughs> <laughs> so we went on like a little AZ tour this weekend. We went to Cottonwood and played at uh, Bojo Bros. So shout out to you guys. I wanted to do a podcast with Justin, the owner of uh, Bojo Bros in uh, Cottonwood. Everybody needs to go there and check it out and try their curry. It's so freaking good. Um, Madeline really likes the eggplant and chickpeas. Yeah. 
And Wild Ton and Kombucha, they're going to sponsor Shout this out. podcast. <laughs> Just saying. <clears throat> we might have already started talking to them about making a smile shine booch. So. Yeah, buddy. Hey. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so we went out to Cottonwood Thursday, played out in there, and that was fun. And then drove back that night. And then I had a show in Scottsdale at the Montauk. Mm-hmm. Shout out Montauk. And then drove down to Tucson, played in Tucson. Mm-hmm. And then we drove back. Well, we slept in Tucson. We did. We, we slept in my car. Oh, wait. Talk about that a little bit. That was quite the experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tuesday, or whatever night it was. Third, Friday? We were Saturday in Tucson. Night. Night. Tucson. Friday night. It was Friday night. Um, and yeah, we went, <laughs> so we decided to sleep because we, we were going all over. Like, we were exhausted from yeah. driving home from Cottonwood. Yeah. So we drove, you know, four hours the day before and then a couple hours to Tucson. And then we were like, all right, we'll crash in the car. Like no big deal. Mm-hmm. So we're manifesting. I'm just going to say it. We're manifesting van life. <laughs> and so I'm preparing for that to come to reality. And so I downloaded this app that's called, frig, what is it called? The Van Life app. Sure. <laughs> it's called Free Roam, I think. Don't call me on this, everyone. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, but it's an app that you can check out free campsites. Mm. So, or paid. Like, you can type in your budget. It's actually really dope. So That's cool. Yeah, so I used that to find this. You found this campsite. I did. I did. Because we were sitting at this gig, and it's like, you know, it's getting late. It's going to be like midnight by the time we get there. So we just got to roll up. We can't. Most places, like, passes and shit. Like, it's going to be. You looked up one that was sold out. I did. Well, here's the thing. Tucson, for those of you that are out of state, if you guys really want to appreciate Arizona and the beauty of Arizona, I don't know. Growing up out here, like, it's obviously beautiful everywhere. But I really didn't appreciate the beauty of Arizona until I went down to Tucson uh, with my buddy Richard Wagner and his girlfriend Faye. And we went down there. And we went to the Saguaro National Park, and it was epic. So strongly encourage everybody to go there and support your national parks. Yeah, Tucson is fucking beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. excuse my French, but no, it's it is it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arizona is in general, and. I'm from New York, so I have, like, a whole different appreciation, I feel like. But anyway, so we're in Tucson, and um, I'm looking up campsites, and I just typed in free because I wanted one that we can, like, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and... And then we ended up crashing on the border. No. Literally, we saw... <laughs> we were literally on the border of Mexico. We were not. He's, he's it was pretty damn close. It no. was definitely south... It was, it was 20 minutes south. It was probably 15, 20 minutes from the border. Probably. I'm not from here. But <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, where are you from? Where are you from? I'm from Buffalo, New York. Whoop, whoop, shout out Buffalo. Go Bills. I'm not much to... <laughs> Wait, is that football? Yeah. Okay, if you like sports, this is definitely not the podcast for Yeah, you. this is not it. I'm, I'm not even a sports person. Only by association. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm from Chicago, so I... Like, I have to be a Sox fan, otherwise it's kind of sacrilegious, so. Yeah. It's like, like I said, by association. Right. Whatever you're interested in, that's beautiful and valuable for you, but not for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did we learn on that, uh, that well, trip? <laughs> I learned that to, you learned if, to never trust me. No, if, <laughs> if Jam is experiencing paranoia, he should keep it to himself. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I was kind of worried because I'm like, I don't want to be staying like really close to the border, you know? It's like. And then we parked. We parked, and then we saw like, I don't know. Other campsites. Yes, we did see other campsites. And then, well, before that, yeah. we saw. <laughs> the re- the reason like, why you started getting freaked out. Because he was pointing out all the things wrong with the campsite. And you want to you want to stay somewhere safe. Yeah, but then we park, and he's like. Eh, Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And I'm like, now I am not fine. I'm the opposite of fine. I am freaking out. But I was too tired to go anywhere else. I'm like, roll up the windows, lock the doors. We'll be good. And I'm like, anxiety. <laughs> but, but we made it through. We made it through. And I'm grateful. And I learned the power of CBD. The power of CBD. <laughs> Yeah, because I was... You're freaking out. I, I started to have... I had attack. a panic attack, which is a very real thing. And if you struggle with anxiety, I feel you. And it's, it's okay. So you took a little CBD drop, and then you were like, out. And then I passed out. <laughs> so. so thank you, and universe, then, for the benefits of CBD. Yes, indeed. And then we woke up and we looked at a van. Oh, yeah, we did. Shout out to Zach. Down in Tucson, we met up with him to check out his van we were looking at. It's beautiful. And, like, you know, whatever, I, I think this is a good segue to kind of talk about, like, manifesting. And, like, if you are someone who is, like, whatever's weighing on your heart and right now is a beautiful thing, it's always a good time to, like, you know, think and appreciate what you're working for and working towards, right? Like, and when we want, like, if we are desiring to manifest, then some frequencies to embody is, like, being in the frequency of love and gratitude. So, like... I love gratitude. (laughs) I love gratitude so much, and I have the utmost gratitude for you. The fascinating thing about gratitude is that... Um, if you if if you guys ever listen to the ab and I can't even talk right now. <laughs> if you guys have ever heard of Andrew Uberman, he is a neuroscientist at Stanford, and he talks about how um, your brain actually it's more beneficial to receive gratitude than to actually express it. Don't get me wrong, expressing gratitude is great. Writing down in a gratitude journal the things that you are grateful for keeps you in a positive mental attitude, which is awesome. Um, but supposedly actually receiving gratitude is more prolific on your brain, like your neurochemistry. It's actually um, a more beneficial impact on your brain. So I thought that was kind of fascinating. And you're referring to like appreciation, right? Yes. So like when somebody says, like, for example, thank you so much to everybody out there that's listening right now. I really appreciate you being here and supporting this podcast and Madeline, I really appreciate you being here. So right now, your brain has some, like, I don't know, some neurochemicals going on in there that, like, it appreciates, I guess. And it's better for you. I, I don't know if it's better for your brain, but it's, it's more impactful on your brain. I don't know. We'll have to bring Andrew Uberman on here to explain. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> so shout out Andrew Uberman if you're listening. So I think I we've had this conversation before in in relation to gratitude and love it's similar to like like you can embody gratitude on your own Mm -hmm. right like I can sit here and I do a gratitude practice and Jam brought this to my awareness like 
as I share, he knows my practices and stuff. And um, and because I do love, you know, waking up and being in that state and getting into that state because, and <clears throat> and like and, and and what you're saying is kind of like this: the power of gratitude in motion. That's well, it's the power of receiving gratitude. Mm-hmm. Like that's I mean, who doesn't like feeling appreciated? Exactly. Because you, that's like. That's really what like everybody wants. You want to be heard, seen, and, and appreciated, and and understood, and that and appreciation really embodies and encompasses a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And so what? Yeah, and and I think that like Andrew Huber, Andrew Huberman, Huberman, Huberman. I was gonna Huberman. No, not not Hugh. You Huberman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to do your name justice, sir. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> it's kind of like, like, you know, gratitude in motion, like I was saying, like, it, it's like love. It's like, we can embody love on our own. We can tap into the frequency of love. We can love ourselves, right? We can love ourselves so wholly. And then when love is like truly being experienced between two people, that frequency is like, like so. Wait, what's it like? <laughs> it's more than that. It's like. Wait, no, one more time. What was it like? <laughs> it's like, it's so powerful. I mean, it's like love is the highest frequency. And like when you're in love, when you're in a state of love, when you're experiencing love, like you, you literally have like a high on life, right? It is. It's you're literally having dopamine, oxytocin, and. All, and I don't know all these positive, happy hormones going on. Yeah. Not hormones. Well, hormones too, but neurotransmitters. So I'm gonna segue. Or no, no. Okay. This is like relevant, and I hope that I'm just gonna say it. Say it. One of <laughs> a great way to manifest. Oh wait, we were talking about manifesting. Yeah. yeah Manifesting's so, cool. Okay, so there, there's like, because the frequency of love, like we were just saying. I hope this is okay. You can cut it out if I can't say this. No, this is this is like live. All right, whatever. So, a great way to also manifest is like when you are orgasming <laughs> to think of <laughs> to think of your manifestations because it's a powerful time. Yeah. <laughs> he just went there. I think we just climaxed. <laughs> okay, he might not. Save that, but and see, <laughs> but that's life, though. But it's a part of life, and but aside from that, you don't need to do that to manifest. You can also manifest <laughs> manifesting by meditating and visualizing and feeling into the energy of what you're calling in. So that's step one, and then writing it down, getting super clear on what you're calling in and writing it down. And then um, write it down and embody the energy and have gratitude and living as if it's already true. Like, just being, like, I'm like, I'm a van lifer. It is what it is. Like it's yeah. So <clears throat> manifesting is really something that, like, I don't know. It, it, it's a fascinating subject, the concept of manifestation, because, like, 
firsthand, like I've experienced some really abundant, wild manifestations in my life. And um, I'm sure you have too, like moving out here and obviously meeting me. <laughs> I mean, I really did manifest, yes. All of this. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's a fascinating thing. Like, you know, I know that there's a lot of people out there that are probably like, oh, pseudo-spirituality and blah, blah, blah. And like everybody here is, you know, like the law of attraction and yada, yada, yada. But there's something to be said with, okay, actually, to get, see, this is, this is the fascinating thing where you draw, like, you have spirituality and science. And they've constantly been like, you know, dualities, but it's beautiful where they coincide. So there's this little part of your brain called the neuroreticular activating system. I'm pretty sure I got that right. And it's the part of your brain that picks up on patterns. So like if I was saying, you know, look for everything brown in the room right now. Look for brown, look for brown, look for brown. You're going to start to see things that are brown. And then if I were to say, okay, look for red, 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 look for everything in the room that's red. That part of your brain that is able to pick up on those um, colors or those patterns, um, it, it's always working. So like whenever you see like 11-11 or 3-3-3, yeah. that's the reticular activating yes. system in your brain. Because we were talking about this the other day. And I was like, we were talking about this, and and I thought of angel numbers because it's like, if I am like, you know, our brains will start to look for them, right? And I truly do like, I'm the spiritual hippie over here. Like I am, <laughs> which you know, everybody that knows me out there, I've been a I've been a hippie for a very long time. I don't know, am I still a hippie? Yes, yes. Okay, I think I might have grown up a little bit, but. Hey, don't be insulting to all us hippies out there. No, hippies are, I love hippies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am one, so, no. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like angel numbers. Like, we, our brains are wired. If we already know of them, like, we're going to look for them. And so every time I'm looking at a license plate or the clock or numbers, I'm like, I, you know, subconsciously. So we were talking about manifestations. Yeah. And so I was trying to link that with like a scientific perspective too, because, you know, some people, you know, they're not hippies, <laughs> but, but woo -woo. it's woo woo, I guess, but it's a thing. Like, so it's, it is. So like, I'm going to tell a story really quick, try to make it as quick as possible. Um, but my friend Kelly Rutledge, she was an incredible singer-songwriter, and I've told this story a million times, but it's honestly like my testimony that there's a higher power out there. Um, so Kelly tragically passed away in a car accident and uh, when she was 17, and um, it was really, really hard for our community to go through that, and I wish that I had the right words to like explain the whole thing but it's just it was a really traumatic experience for so many people and I went up to her mom at her service and I was like Cynthia like I love you so much I wish that I had the right words to say right now and she's just like God brings blessings in the people's place that he takes and a couple weeks passed by and I just like affirmed that I was like yes absolutely um, but it was just so hard to embrace that understanding in that moment um, but a couple of weeks passed by, and I was at a guitar center, and this guy walks in. He looks like Eugene Levy from American Pie, the dad from American Pie. And um, 
we start talking and like three hours pass by and we're talking and talking and talking and just out of pure levity I'm like um, hey you want to buy this guitar and he's like eh, I don't know so we talk for a little bit longer and then like jokingly again I'm like so uh, you want to buy this guitar and he's like you like that guitar I'm like yeah it's like a dream guitar and he's like I'll buy it for you I'm like really he's like yeah I'll buy it for you I'm like what the I'm like all right let's go and uh, had like an $1,800 price tag on it used, so like brand new, it was like a $3,000 guitar. And I'm standing at checkout and holding this guitar, and um, I'm like, this is, that's really generous of you, like are you sure you wanna buy this guitar? And, and he goes, here, take, take my business card, and he whips it out, and all it says on it is God. G-O-D, three letters, there's nothing else on the card, and he buys the guitar. And it was just like this moment where it was like, whoa, I know that I'll never experience anything like this ever again in my entire life. <clears throat> and it was just totally a manifestation um, that Kelly was, I think, there, you know, and she was, she was just, you know, communicating and express, I don't even know, but I definitely think that it was Kelly that was there, and it was just a wild experience to, to go through that, and now Louie's a great friend, he comes over for Thanksgiving, and you know, Christmas and the holidays, and him and his wife come over, and they go to concerts all the time, and they're just beautiful, amazing, kind people, and um, you met Louie, right? You didn't meet Louie yet? Shoot, you didn't meet Louie? Oh, Louie, yeah, he's a great guy. Um, so anyways, but manifestations, you know, and I could just go on and on and on and on about it, but. Yeah, I mean, like, and there's a lot out there right now of, like, how to manifest, two steps, 20 steps to manifest, and I'll be the first to say, like, I'm a part of that world, but I think it's, like, coming from a, a heart-centered approach and how all. about, like, three steps? Five steps, or sorry. Yeah, I got steps. three steps. I just shared them. Yeah. Visualize. Three. Write it down and embody the energy. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. boom like, boom, that's boom. it. Like, 20 steps? That's a lot. But there are people, like, creating whole businesses off of manifesting. Yeah. So, so it's like... It started with It's like, that. yeah, that's a whole different... Uh, like, and I was just talking about this with Senya, who... Shout out, Senya. Yeah, she's amazing. Madeline's roommate. Um, my spiritual sister. We have all the same star signs. Our s um... Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I just like remembered that the intention of this podcast was to create, envision, manifest, and inspire. And I was like, oh, I love the, like the Latin translation of inspire, inspirata. I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> but it means to be filled with spirit. And I think that that's so cool, you know. And um, I think that that's what a lot of people experience when they go into nature and when they go to church and you know when they study their spiritual practice and stuff like that or when they're creating something you know um the muses they come out but anywho to be in spirit to be in spirit to be filled with spirit yeah so you're talking about senya well yeah i'm just i was talking about what we were talking about which was the spiritual ego ooh ego i have a huge ego you don't because you're aware No, I of it. do. I mean, we actually. all have huge egos. Ego, edging God out. Ooh, we're getting a little God. What was the, the, I dropped the G word. What was the Wayne Dyer thing we were just listening to that said, what was the mantra? I have no idea. 
Om Mani Padme Hum. That world needs some more Om Mani Padme Hum for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what that means. Oh, I don't even know if I'm the right person to say what Om Mani Padme Hum is. I'm probably even I'm probably saying it wrong. I mean, it's I don't even think that it translates into English, but basically it's like the end of suffering to all sentient beings. I think that's part of it. Something like that. I don't know. Listen to the Dalai Lama. He'll probably say something positive about it. (laughs) (laughs) But we were talking about the spiritual ego, Sanya and I, and just how there are, and this could be a whole podcast in and of itself, but there's a lot of people, I would say, who are walking around as gurus, masters, and saying that they, you know, X, Y, Z, but you can feel it. All I, all I want to say on this is that, like, you can feel it in your body, I would say, when you know someone is coming from a place that is not. But a lot of the times you don't know. Yeah. Like, sometimes you don't. Like, and that's how people get, like, hung up on, like, crazy spiritual journeys and stuff like that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't know. But Ram Das talks about how when you break out of your your paradigm or like your um i forget exactly how he expressed it but basically like when you break out of your spiritual practice or your paradigm that's when you really master it and i always thought that was kind of interesting um i never like really got too big into ram das but i like some of the stuff that he said yeah be here now that's cool live in the present moment you know i think it's just like Always trust yourself, and also, like, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, this, this. I'm trying not to say I don't know, because I do know it's just about finding the words to things. So we're talking about, like, people who, who are, so for my personal experience, it's like I'm studying to be a yoga, te- a yoga instructor, a yeah. yoga teacher, mm-hmm. and and I'm so proud of you for doing that. I think that that's awesome. And just so everybody knows, uh, yoga means unity. So anyways. Yes, yoga means unity. And it's also a very spiritual, it's a spiritual practice. Like, it is something to me that is so much more than the physical movement. Yes, I love that. That mm-hmm. is awesome. It's not just stretching. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's listening to this right now that is here is practicing yoga because yeah. we are in a community and we are creating unity and that's what yoga is all about exactly it's it's creating cultivating unity Mm -hmm. in the world in ourselves with our you know higher power however you envision and you know believe it to be Mm -hmm. it's yeah and that is the practice like and i've been doing it my first yoga class was when i was eight years old like i've done this for years and years and years and i lost touch with it for a while and i've regained my connection with it over the past year or so moving out here and realizing the pivotal role it plays in my life and understanding the meaning of it i've studied it in college even like i've studied it for a long time and it's so much more than the westernized diet diet version like diet culture version of yoga like yoga pants and like I do like some yoga pants though. Oh yes, indeed. Don't get me wrong. But like yoga is so much more than that. And that's I've experienced like a lot of <clears throat> instructors or people who are like, "Oh, you know, take my X amount of dollar course because I am a master." And it's like it's 
that's not how I'm going to practice it. That is personally something that I, it is a very spiritual practice. So in my expression of this, I'm getting at like, what am I getting at? You tell the world. What are you getting at? (laughs) (laughs) I, I just think that leading a business and leading your life from your heart is more important than leading from like a monetization standpoint. Um, We've talked a lot about Louise Hay. Um, If anybody out there has ever heard of Louise Hay, she's pretty cool. Um, She came into my life when I was like in high school and she really helped clean up my thinking about like life and how like your mind, your mind is a tool and like learning how to control your mind and orchestrate your life in accordance with positivity and the good things that you want in life and you know focusing your consciousness on the good things in the world of course there's bad things you can't have it all like be yeah. rainbow and we unicorns can't be all toxic the time positivity over here like you're gonna have tribulations and suffering in life that's inevitable it's the contrast it's inexorable um but understanding that you are going to experience those things and it's your responsibility and yours alone to focus your consciousness on being able to embrace the suffering that you experience and see the opportunities and the positivity and the good things amid adversity. Um, Like COVID, for example, that was a huge adversity For 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 the world on an individual level, on a global level, um, and now hopefully people are starting to see the positive things that have come out of that as, as negative as it was. I mean, like I lost loved ones, obviously that's negative and not good. Um, and a lot of people experience suffering, but out of that, there are, you know, hopefully some positive things that came out of it too. Um, you know. Well, the whole culture of our world has shifted, and also something that, okay, this is the last thing I'm going to, no, I don't know, but, (laughs) (laughs) but just like the whole world of jobs that it's created in many ways. So, yes, COVID left a lot of people unemployed. A lot of people lost their jobs, and a lot of, I was one of those people. Me too. And I was still in New York and I lost my job. And a lot of people, you know, what they thought, what a lot, our safety net was completely stripped from underneath us for a lot of families. And And thank you, Uncle Sam, for being able to support our freaking society like it did. Yeah, truly. And to be born in this country. I am thankful. I mean, I'm so freaking grateful to be in the United States. I am as well. I am. And there's a lot, like, I've had conflicting ideas on that, but of course, what I'm saying is this whole, so a lot of people, yes, are left jobless, and it also caused a lot of people to, everyone had a lot more time on their hands, Mm -hmm. so a lot of people started creating their side hustles. A lot of side hustle. Yeah. And a lot of people 
like reconnected with self with themselves and that's where I was going is that hopefully yeah. I think what it what what the lockdowns really did was it forced people to go within yes and really it was a like big time work out. on themselves it was a timeout and timeouts are good it's like yeah. it's like meditation like you need to you know create time for yourself to just be with you and mm-hmm. you know the and universe or higher power or however you imagine it to be yeah now there's a whole new field of opportunity for people who are creative mm-hmm. all creatives like this is our time totally and it's funny too because like in high school i remember um we were talking about how like in the future um, a lot of jobs were going to be creative jobs like people were literally going to be like i think it was in mr preston's class i think it was it was like um we would like film you know the announcements or whatever, but his class was also for like, it was like videography and stuff like that. And I remember he was talking about how like in the future, like people are going to be employed more through creating like podcasts or, you know, social media content or vlogging. Like this is going to become a major revenue stream for a lot of people out there. And, and everybody should do it. It's awesome. It is. And think about so many, there's so many people out there that can resonate with you, whoever's listening out there. Like you have, you have unlimited potential to create the life and the vision that you have for your life. And you, you should be able to go out and do that and create what you want and express yourself. The art of entrepreneurship. Indeed. We are not really taught that. And my kids will know that. I'm telling you that right now. But it's beautiful. We truly can create create our realities. I moved out here to create my dreams. Mm. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. So what made you, what do you think it was that, so for everybody that's out there that didn't know this, so Madeline, you moved here from Buffalo in June of 2021. Mm-hmm. And, or was it 2022? You're right, 2020. 2020. Sorry, I don't know what I'm talking about. 2021. <laughs> 2021. Okay, so you moved out here, and you created a life out here. And what was it that, like, really brought you out here? Before, we got to wrap it up pretty soon, because we got to go get some Mexican food yeah. with her dad, too. My so. dad's in town. Shout out, Dad. Shout out. Shout out, Mr. Bob. <laughs> yeah, so real quick, I'll give you guys the fast-paced version of this story. So I came to Arizona in April of 2021 for the first time. Super random, one more, one ticket left on the plane, I got it. And that's called fate. And then, <clears throat> so I came out here and just fell in love with the energy. I met a bunch of entrepreneurs, I met people who were from all over, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is calling me. This is a beautiful energy. I just, I couldn't leave. I extended my trip, and I've never done that. I've never, like, not flown home and called off of work, and... So my mom knew, everyone knew, like when I staying. Yeah, they were like when I came back a little desert rat now. Yep. So (laughs) and the desert they say is where people go, like there's different terrains where we go to seek like freedom or different things. They Mm -hmm. say the desert is for clarity. Nice. And so um so yeah, so I came out here, pack, I went back to Buffalo and just started packing. And within two months, I moved out here in June. My dad and I drove 36 hours straight from Buffalo to Arizona and hiked a mountain the next day. And, you know, 
making dreams come true, but... The rest is history. Yeah. So, it, Madeline, your dad's here. <laughs> it's time to go. So, Madeline, thank you for being so generous with your time. Thank you so much to everybody out there that has been so generous with your time to hang out <laughs> and listen to the podcast, the Jam Now experience. More to come. Really appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for being here. And we'll catch you on the flip side. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace and love, everybody. Thank you.